0: We came into spring training having a pretty good idea of who would be in the A's rotation. Now, it's anybody's game. We're going over the A's rotation after one week of camp, today on Locked On A's. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A's stepping to the mic it's your host Jason Burke. How's it going A's fans and welcome to episode 539 of the Locked On A's podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. I am your host noted baseball fan Jason Burke and on today's show uh, Ken Walchuk's been struggling a little bit. I'm going to make the case for why he might not be a member of the A's rotation on opening day. It's going to be a fluid rotation that's what David said over the weekend but he might not be there on opening day so let's go over why one and then two Who's actually next in line now after a couple of starts? Everybody except for uh, Fuji, who's going to be in the rotation, has had a couple of starts. So who who's uh, who's doing okay right now? Let's talk about those guys. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making the Lockdown Days your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. If you are on YouTube currently, uh, subscribe. That'd be very nice. We are trying to get to 1,000 subs by opening day. Opening day is only three weeks away, and we are like 100 subs away, so... Uh, mash that subscribe button, you guys. Uh, also, leave us a, a thumbs up or a like and comment down below. Let me know who you who you think will be in the A's rotation, either now, uh, before you listen to the episode, or uh, after the episode. Let me know in the comments down below. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B. on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Okay, so let's talk about uh, what, what's happened so far with the projected five that I had in my rotation uh, so far this spring. So first up, we got uh, James Kaprielian. He has not made a start yet, but he should be coming. He should be coming along soon. I believe it was on Thursday. He threw to uh, live batters. He threw to Ramon Laureano, Manny Pena, and others. A slew of others, let's say. And uh, it, it looked like he was doing good. David Force said, or you no, know, uh, sorry, Mark Katzay said uh, that uh, he should be along the same lines as Paul Blackburn. Paul Blackburn made a start on Sunday. Didn't go well, but he made a start. And so we should be, I I would assume, expecting James Caprillian to be making his spring debut before too long. Whether or not he can be ramped up in time for opening day, that is a different question. But he should be in game soon, and he's got roughly three weeks to get ready. Is that enough? We'll find out later in spring. But right now, he's still in the rotation, and then we're hoping that he's still healthy. Paul Blackburn, uh, he, he... he made a start on Sunday, and it did not go well. Oh, man, did it not go well. He went one inning, gave up five hits, six runs, walked two, struck out one, and had two wild pitches. Not a great outing from the guy who might be the opening day starter. <laughs> not a great spring debut. Let's say that. Um, he told MLB.com that he was trying to throw more changeups to right-handed uh, hitters. That is a thing that he wants to do more of. Uh, he, he, I think he threw one of 43 or 46. I've seen both written. uh, One uh, in the Chronicle 1 at MLB.com. He's through either 43 or 46 pitches, and only one of those, I believe, was a curveball, and that was a very effective pitch for him. So he was trying to do something else besides throwing his effective pitch. He was trying to, you know, work on some stuff, like, hey, let's see if this works, because he feels pretty comfortable about where he's sitting right now as uh, a a guy with a, a lot of experience uh, compared to the other guys around him, he still has like 200 innings in the big leagues. But that's uh, way more experience than a lot of the guys that are vying for rotation spots. So he, he's tinkering right now. He feels good about his spots. And uh, that, that's something new for him. He doesn't have to like go out and like try to excel. He's He's going to just try to figure out some stuff and maybe he'll have a trick or two. When spring training starts, uh, then we got Shintaro Fujinami his second start is gonna be on Tuesday. Uh, I, I, I Hope that's televised. I've not looked it up, but uh That that should be fun. I like watching Shintaro Fujinami pitch Especially if it's like uh, the first inning did he threw. the second inning was still cool because he didn't allow anything But the first inning was dominant uh, So far in all of spring he's had one start He went two innings gave up a hit three walks struck out three uh, the first inning he gave up the hit it was a hit off of him like literally off of his person and uh that that's how he gave up a hit and then uh he got out of that inning just fine and uh, he also showed off his his splitter which is 91-92 and it just dives out of the zone that thing is I think it's nasty i that that splitter is amazing Did i say slider the first time i meant splitter that's my bad um And then in the second inning, he walked the bases loaded to to start the inning. And then he he got out of it. Uh, I mean, he also had had an interaction with uh, Scott Emerson, the A's pitching coach. Uh, You know, a mound visit, as they like to call it, in the biz. And uh, then he struck out the next batter looking. And then induced a double play to get out of the inning unscathed. So, I liked what I saw. I, I... you saw the good and the bad. He was literally as advertised, as we talked about last week. Uh, so that that's uh that's oh, and then we got a uh, sorry, Drew Racinski, uh, Raczinski, still getting used to that. Drew Raczinski, he has gone five innings pitched, given up ten hits, which is a lot of hits. That's a two whip right there, without any walks. Um, he's given up six earned runs, walked one, struck out six. He struck out five uh, five batters in his second start, so that was good. He wanted to miss more bats. He got more strikeouts. That is good. Um, he's still getting used to it, I think. He's still trying to figure out what works uh, stateside, because he's spent the last four years playing in the KBO. And he, in his first start, he had to figure out pitch comm, and that was his first time ever using it. So he walked a batter because he just they, they couldn't get on the same page. There was a pitch clock violation. So he's still getting used to some of those things, and then also... Uh, uh, the other stuff, the pitch and also the pitch clock. So he's t- still getting used to that stuff. He's seeing if his stuff plays as well uh, stateside and, like, what works, what doesn't work. He- he's tinkering right now. So the results, whatever, right? Drew Wachin- Rusynski, I think he's going to be fine. He's also going to be in the A's rotation because uh, he signed a one-year $3 million deal with a team option for 2024. Uh, so they're not cutting him, I'll-, I'll tell you that. And, I mean, he could end up in the bullpen, but... They're not cutting him. He's gonna be on this team, you guys. So uh, I, I think that with the, uh, the what he did last year in, or you know, in the last four seasons with the KBO, in the KBO, uh, pitching or starting thirty games in e- at least thirty games in each of the last four seasons. That's something that you probably want that consistency in your in your rotation because the A's, that uh, they got a lot of guys, a lot of question marks, a lot of talent, a lot of question marks. Drew Asinski, if he's doing okay, if he's a league average pitcher, like I feel like they're projecting him to be as a replacement for Cole Irvin, I feel like, uh, you know, he, he, he'd be good in the rotation. So just let him, let him see how the first month goes. As a starter at their major league level, we'll go from there. But the the big question mark right now in my mind is Ken Waldachek. Like Ken Waldachek, he's the A's number two prospect uh, on a budget list right now uh, in their system, uh, MLB.com. Number number two prospect. If Angraf's number two prospect. Those are the only two that I really have looked at and cared about. So uh, number two prospect in the A system, Ken Walterchek. But and they also uh, both projected him to be like a, a mid-rotation starter, so he's he's good. But uh so far this spring, not great. Two and two thirds innings in two starts, five hits, five earned runs, four walks, three K's. And you could look at the stat line and be like, oh, he's given up five hits and five runs, and that's not great. No, oh, he's also walked for his command. Ah, uh, but the thing for me is he's not getting deep into these games. He's just using all of the pitches too early. His first start one inning when you are supposed to go like one, or, you know, probably two more if you can, but two is roughly like the, the allotted pitch counts. He went one, didn't even like get into the second inning. He, he just used all of his pitches in the first inning done. Uh, and then he went one and two thirds in his next one. And, uh, we, we saw, uh, guys like Adam Aller go three and two thirds. He went, Two innings less than that because of pitch count, and that's the thing that worries me. Is the pitch? He's not being effective with his pitches. He's not being economical with his pitches, and uh, that's that's worrisome. Because if he has a bad bad outing at the beginning of, uh, of camp, or at the beginning of the season, that's gonna destroy your bullpen for days, for days. You can't you can't allow that. That's what that's what worries me. And he's not like out of the running by any means, but. I'm going to need to see him do a little bit better, just getting deeper into games. Results be damned. I don't care. He's still working on his slider. He's still doing stuff. He's trying to uh, command that slider because he's trying to add velocity to that slider. But uh, I, I need to see him get a little bit deeper into games. That's what I want to see from Ken Wallacek. And if, if he goes like four innings the next time out, He's back on board. He's back in my rotation. But right now, he's a big question mark in my projected rotation. And I think that he could be a project er, er, a big question mark in the A's front office's projected rota- rotation right now as well. Uh, they're talking about maybe going with a six-man rotation. I don't know that Ken Walterchuk is one of those six guys at this point. Because, you, I mean, he could be. I don't know. But uh, I, we could discuss a six-man rotation on another show. But uh, the, 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 the gist of my take is that's why J.P. Sears... Is in the is in my bullpen is because he can go four or five innings if you need him to that's a spot start right there he can eat up three innings out out of out of the bullpen in relief he could he could be that bridge guy that you need and uh, J- having JP Sears there a, a starter for all intents and purposes uh, just as a as a solid guy right there to get you one time through the lineup I like having him in the bullpen so uh, and then you go with the other five and you, you have a five man rotation with JP Sears around just to do things and uh, be good at stuff. Then you have a lot less movement up and down and all that stuff. But uh, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about some dark horse candidates to take this spot that could very well be open, that just be, could could be left wide open by Ken Wadichek's inability to get three innings and two starts so far. So we're going to talk about uh, two guys that could be dark horse candidates for that spot coming up in just a second. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all of the fat and the calories? Then you gotta try Bilt Bar. And what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% chocolate, and that is a real chocolate. And uh, it, it doesn't get better than having 100% real chocolate. That's step one. Step two, they also have unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And I don't know how they do it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing, macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't have to wait around to get a box anymore. If you're going to spring training, all you got to do, you don't got to go to built.com and wait around and you don't kind of like plan ahead. No, no, no. If you're going to spring training, just hit up a Walgreens or a, sorry, a Walmart, a Walmart or a Sam's club, uh, on the way to, on the, on the way to A's camp and you can just go go walk in and get a box over there. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart's today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a 4-bar box of Cookies and Cream, Double Chocolate or Coconut Puffs or if you're more if you're closer, more close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors Brownie Batter and Churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back to the Locked on A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Uh, check. Just go follow Inside the A's on Twitter. It's just much easier to see articles over there than typing out that entire monstrosity of a URL. But let's talk about some of the A's candidates, the dark horse candidates for the rotation right now. And the guy that, you know, initially struck me off the bat, Freddie Tarnock, he's probably not going to make it. He's, he, I mean, that's why he's a dark horse. He, he might not make it. He is... Projected by a lot of the prospect people as a future bullpen arm, and he'd be a great bullpen arm. He he throws some gas. He he's, he's mid 90s with his heater. He's got some swing and miss. I like him as a pitcher overall. So far this spring, he has gone. Uh, he's also a right-handed pitcher. He's 24 years old. He was acquired as part of the Sean Murphy deal. Just other things that you need to know. Sometimes I forget that uh you know I know everything, but not everybody that I'm talking to. Uh, does. So I need to bring you guys along with me every now and then. So he's a 24-year-old right-handed pitcher that was acquired in the Sean Murphy deal, Freddie Tarnock. And uh, so let's talk about Freddie Tarnock a little bit. This spring, he has thrown five innings, given up four hits, uh, allowed one run. He's given up two walks, struck out three. He is an extreme fly ball pitcher this spring um, and just a fly ball pitcher in general in his time in the minor leagues. He's just been a fly ball guy. And maybe maybe that could play very well at the Coliseum. I could see that playing very well at the Coliseum with all that foul ground. He's had some pop-ups and stuff like that. He's, I could see it doing okay. And five innings pitched, he's given me the length that I'm not seeing from Ken Waldachuk. This is a guy that might be a bullpen piece. He's given me almost double the innings that Ken Waldachuk has. So yeah, I think that he's, He's decent right there. Sure, he's only got three strikeouts, but he's only walked two. So that's that's also good. He's going up four hits. His whips, just over one. I like it. Mid-90s fastball, as I said before. Good changeup. Slider and a curve that are also very nice. Um, yeah, he, he's got a four-pitch mix. He could do it, I think. He's got two-thirds of an inning in the big leagues, and uh, those were shutout innings. So uh, he's got a zero-career ERA with the Atlanta Braves. So he could be good. I, I liked... What I saw from him in his first outing. His second outing was fine, but that that first outing, uh, he, he got he left the first two guys on on base. It was a walk and a single, I forget in which order, and then uh, he retired the next six just in a row. Just in a row. And so that was impressive. And he really uh put himself on the map with that with that uh I guess he came in after JP Sears, I believe, in the A's first spring training game. But then it, he also had a good three innings in his next start, so, or in his next outing. So uh, I, I'm intrigued by Freddie Tarnock. Next guy I have, Adam Aller, and this is the guy that we, we saw him pitch in the big leagues last year and longtime listeners of the podcast will remember the moment that, you know, I, I've been, I, I've liked Adam Aller since the A's got him in the Chris Bassett trade. I said that I see a lot of Chris Bassett in this guy. He might not have the best stuff, but it, he seems to have that bulldog mentality and And it took all all, all season for it to come out, but in a start against the Miami Marlins at the end of August, I believe, uh, because then he was hurt for most of September. So I think that makes sense. Uh, In August, he had zero command. But the bullpen was gassed. They could not do anything. He threw over 100 pitches, went through six innings, gave up only three runs, kept the A's in that game. I don't think they won that game. But he gave the A's length when they needed it, even though he could not locate anything. I I, I didn't look it up, but it felt like that was a, a season high in pitches. So... Uh, great job out of Adam out of Adam Mahler in that start and then in his next start he won eight innings scoreless innings against the Yankees and uh most of those were no hit innings as well so yeah uh he he turned a corner and then he got hurt a little bit but he's been working on some of his his mental health and uh some of, also just like his mechanical approach as well over the offseason. And he, he feels like he could be a different pitcher right now than we saw last year. So forget what you saw, except for the good things, last year. Uh, I mean, most of what you saw last year. Just remember from that Miami start on. And two of those were at, you know, one right, right before he got hurt. Uh, and then he missed, you know, four weeks. Then he came <laughs> back and made a, a one-inning start, which was a planned one-inning start. And uh, got the loss in that game. But... Those are like the actual two last two times you saw him, but the last two times you saw him when he was healthy, he was fantastic. So I'm intrigued by Adam Aller moving forward here. He also has the most hittings out of uh, any ace starting rotation candidate right now with five point or five and two thirds. Uh, he's given up six hits, two runs, walked two, struck out seven. I like the strikeouts. Gotta say, I like the strikeouts. Um, it feels like, you know, with the new slider grip, maybe he's. He's just turning that page. He's found a new gear. And I'm intrigued by Adam Aller again in 2023. I, I like him. I, I got to say I like him. He reminds me of Chris Bassett. And if you like Chris Bassett, he he pitched a contact. That's what he did a lot. But he gave up really bad contact. And that's why he was so effective. And that's why he was so good for the A's. You knew that he was going to give you six innings, give up. Three or fewer runs, it's a quality start, but it's still like roughly a league average pitcher. But he, he could be better than that as well. He could give up one or zero or two or whatever, but he wasn't going to have like a big blow up start. So that's what I think we need to get away from with Adam Aller. He had like a 60 RA last year, but if he can get away from those blow up starts, I think that he could be a very effective pitcher for the Oakland A's in 2023. He could be my favorite right now uh, of the guys with the stats and all the stuff. He's given you, he's given you length. He's been with the team before, so he knows kind of what what it's about. He has some experience at the big league level. Adam Aller could be the guy that actually seals this thing up. He's definitely the dark horse guy that would seal this up. But uh, there's another favorite that we have not talked about yet. We're going to talk about him here in just one second. Today's episode is also brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you gotta do is just add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your uh, LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize Who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate number one rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash lockdown mlb. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown mlb to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Lockdown A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts, especially on YouTube. We're trying to get to a thousand subs. If you're on YouTube and you've made it this far, just hit sub. Forget about it, but just hit something. No, don't forget about it. Set the set the notifications. Do that one. Don't forget about it. Set the notifications. That's a much better idea. <laughs> also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whatever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's, uh, si.com slash MLB slash athletics. I was like, did I do that right? I think I did. I, that was not meant for dramatic pause. I thought that I messed up the URL to the the website that I have. Oops. Uh, anyways, let's talk about uh, the, the front runner potentially. If Waldachuk is not there, uh, then th- there was a co-front runner with Ken Waldachuk and we got uh, Kyle Muller coming up to bat. And then there's also one other guy who is interesting, but we'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more tepid on him currently. So let's start off with Kyle Muller. Uh, he's Uh, Another piece of the Sean Murphy trade. Uh, You're going to hear that a lot. Uh, This guy was acquired from this trade and blah, blah. That's uh, how the A's got a lot, basically their entire starting rotation. Uh, I mean, not necessarily anymore. It was true for a while that all of their pitchers were acquired via trade. And now they've actually signed a couple of free agents, so it, it hits less. But whatever, uh, he's 25 years old. He's six foot seven. He's a lefty. Um, so that, there's that. Uh, he has thrown four and in two thirds innings pitched, given up seven hits, four runs, only three of those were earned. Uh, walked two, struck out four. He entered cap camp as a front runner with Ken Waltercheck. I would assume that this isn't like the best line, but he's given you a little bit of length. Obviously, the seven hits are a little bit worrisome, but he's a guy that needs to figure it out at the big league level and. If he's giving you innings, sure, that sounds great. But uh, as long as he doesn't need to be bailed out by the bullpen, then he's probably in a better spot, I would say, than Ken Um He he went two scoreless innings in his first start. In his second start, he went two and two-thirds innings, gave up five hits, four runs, only three of those were earned, uh, walked one, and he didn't strike anybody out, which is a little scary. I mean, not like scary, but you'd like to see... A strikeout from a guy like that, uh, but he's probably still the front runner if Ken Waldachuk is in, in fact, not in the running anymore. But again, Ken Waltercheck is in the running. I'm just saying. Uh, I think that Kyle Muller might actually be the front runner for a, a fifth spot currently. We, there's still debate on whether or not the A's are going with a six-man rotation or if they're just going to use J.P. Sears out of the bullpen whenever they need him to for like a six-starter kind of guy or if uh, James Caprillion is going to be ready to start the season. So there's still a lot, of, a lot of other things going on that the A's need to figure out, but if, if we're going with five guys and the, the four of them are spoken for in Cap and Blackburn and Rosinski and Fuji, that, that's what we're, that's the question that we're dealing with right now. The other stuff's going to figure it out in a couple of weeks. But as of right now, I would say Kyle Muller is probably the ace fifth starter. Probably. So there's that. Adam Muller's looked good, though. I know that some people don't like him as much, but he's, he's looked good. He's given up bad contact. Oh, I had a note. I didn't even read this. We're going back to Adam Mahler. One sec. He's an extreme ground ball pitcher this spring. There we go. I just got worked up about loving Adam Mahler. Forgot to read some of the stuff. Uh, he Extreme uh, ground ball pitcher. That, that's going to play anywhere. You know, the A's, uh, they, they've had some guys who have benefited from the Coliseum. Ground ball pitchers, they benefit everywhere. Doesn't matter. They're, they'll be fine wherever you throw them. I like that. I like that. Um. He's worked on the mental approach. Said that. Uh, I I had a note. I didn't write it down. He's uh, he's gotten like seven ground ball outs and like one in the air, and he's also struck out seven. So that that's impressive. He's he's a very heavy ground ball pitcher right now. Adam baller, that is. So uh, yay. Adam Muller, very intrigued. Uh moving on to our last candidate here and that is Adrian Martinez and he was acquired in the Sean Murphy trade uh, along with Yuri Bell who could be starting uh in Lansing again this season but uh he's he's got some upside. He's great contact bat. I believe he's no, he's not on the 40-man roster, but he is rule 5 eligible but he had just been playing in Lansing so they just left him unproductive. And nobody took him. So anyways, at Yuri Bell we're talking about uh, Adrian Martinez over here so far. He's gone two innings in each of his starts. He's gone four innings total, giving up three hits, three runs. None of those were earned. So he's got a zero ERA, which is not bad. Uh, he has one walk, three strikeouts. Uh, in his first outing, he went two innings pitched, gave up one hit, one walk, struck out, a batter. In his second outing, he went two innings, gave up two hits, three runs, two strikeouts. Um, basically, he there was back-to-back errors. One of those was a throwing error on himself uh so none of the none of the runs counted the, in the bottom of the fourth inning i believe is the one that he pitched and he also threw a wild pitch so they scored some runs and it was kind of sort of his fault but errors don't make it that way so whatever so it's zero era and oh and we run record but uh you know he's doing okay adrian martinez i'm intrigued um i, I said it you know late last year he has a lot of movement on his pitches and it seems as though he has been correcting. uh, uh, There was an article a couple weeks ago uh, in the Chronicle, I believe where he was going off towards the first base side uh, in his post delivery. And he's cleaned that up so that he can tunnel his pitches better. And so they're not all just leaving like one over here and one over here, one over there and one over there. He's tunneling them better. And so I think that could actually lead to a good season from him but, and I don't know if this is a bad thing or uh, the, the A's have said, or David Forrest has said that it's not going to impact anybody, but uh, he is going to be playing for Team Mexico. So he's not going to be in A's camp. And so that could be, they don't have eyes on him. They don't know what's going to happen, but he is going to be pitching against some of the best players in baseball in the world, like some of the best players that do this. And so if he goes out there and he just like really balls out, that could that could go really well for him. If he's just striking out like Correa and Machado, I don't know who's on any of these teams. Um, I I fall in love. I I know who's on uh, like which A's players are going, but uh, I I could see that playing well for him. But unless he's like having like an outstanding run with Team Mexico, I I could see it kind of hurting him a little bit, but he probably wasn't going to be in contention necessarily anyway. So uh, Adrian Martinez I don't think that he's necessarily in the rotation mix just yet, but I could see him being a candidate down the line because I am intrigued as to uh, how his delivery uh, is going to work out for him this season. So uh, that's that's the A's rotation in a nutshell. In a, in a tight 30, as they say in the biz. <laughs> but that's all that I got for you guys today. Tomorrow... I don't know i might talk about there there was a bunch of stories over the weekend i knew it was going to happen because there was it was big league weekend in vegas and uh, i tweeted out a photo of the a's losing 12 to nothing to the cincinnati reds at the bottom of the seventh uh, they scored later in that inning so it was a good t- thing that i did that and i was like the people of vegas are clamoring for more ace baseball and i thought that was really funny <laughs> but uh th- there is stories that came out and i don't know how genuine they were there was a lot i might break them down because Obviously, uh, they, they didn't. They didn't make me feel good about the A's staying in Oakland, which is what I would like. But uh, there was a lot of like vagueness in a lot of the statements, like uh, Vegas officials saying, "Yeah, I, I believe that baseball could work in Vegas." They didn't say the A's, and that has been my thought. I think the baseball could do very well in Vegas, but I don't think that the Oakland A's would do well in Vegas. Because they already have a hundred and got a bunch of years of history, and it's over a century, and uh, they they need their own uh, franchise from the ground up. I I think that's what they... uh, Expansion, that's the word. They need their own expansion franchise in order for them to have success in Las Vegas, I think, personally. But (laughs) what do I know? I don't run the D. As the guy, I, I've been to the D. Uh, one of the guys that was quoted is one of the managers of the D. And uh, if you've been to Vegas, the D is an interesting... My grandma, I believe, has like a mug or a shirt from the D. She didn't know what it was about, but I thought it was really funny. And I was like, go ahead, grandma. Uh, you you get the D. Um, but yeah, um, good, good establishment. I don't know how well he knows baseball, so... We'll see. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about the A's pros- uh, top prospects being dropped on MLB pipeline and seeing who rose, who fell. Uh, but that's those are a couple of topics for later on this week. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast, you guys. Uh, but anyways, thank you so much for making Locked On is your first lesson. Now for your second lesson, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day uh, as they bring you the best draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Check out uh, more more things later this week, such as Las Vegas news that's not necessarily news or prospect stuff. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's what we got coming up for you guys. So that's all that I got for you guys today. Until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk with you tomorrow.